somebody have this morning, let them partake of the blessing and the favor. And you may please be seated. Tell them, say, partake, 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 partake. Whoever partakes is a partaker. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you this morning about the God that collapses time. We started this series last week and we're going to continue this morning by the grace of God. Trusting God for speed and supernatural acceleration to cover much ground. Psalm 31 and verse 15. Our text, Psalm 31 and verse 15 and I'll be in John 6, 16 to 25. The book of Psalms, chapter 31, in the 31st division, and in the 15th verse. David the psalmist said, My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies and from them that persecute me. My main focus in that verse is, My times are are in thy hand. This goes to show that there are times and seasons in each of our lives. Within our time frame, we have times. Times and seasons. And put together, David said, my times. The different seasons of my life. Spring, winter, autumn. Amatan. They are all in your hand. I'd like you to go with me to the book of John chapter 6. Very quickly. We're going to read from verse 16 all the way to 25. And when even was now come, his disciples went down onto the sea. And entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. They were going to Capernaum. Capernaum was home. Capernaum was where Jesus lived. They had finished a faith, many of them with bread and fish. Miraculously, the faith meeting was now over. And Jesus didn't join his disciples. So they went to the airport or the seaport, got in the boat, and they began to leave for Capernaum. Now it was dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about 5 and 20 or 30 furlongs, this is 3 to 4 miles on the water, they had traveled about 3 to 4 miles. And Jesus wasn't there. He didn't join them. They see all of a sudden Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship. And they were afraid. For he said unto them, but he said unto them, it is I, be not afraid. Tell your neighbor, it is Jesus, don't be afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship. And this is where the miracle is right here. He had done the miracle of feeding the 5,000 with loaves and fishes. On his way, on their way to Capernaum, he performed yet another miracle. Not to talk of the ones he performed later when he got home. Jesus, the miracle worker, <laughs> he always had the gift of the Spirit flowing in him. Whether it's the gift of faith to receive a miracle or the gift of the working of miracles to activate one and to make it very fast. The Bible says, and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. They were going to Capernaum. 
They were still on the sea. They had only traveled about three to four miles, several miles to go. But the moment Jesus got into the ship, the ship got to the destination. When Jesus gets into the ship of your life, you arrive safely at the harbor. You arrive at your destination. You arrive before time. You arrive on time. You arrive safely. Can I have an amen to that? Verse 22, the day following, when the people saw, the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that one wherein his disciples were entered. And that Jesus went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone because they saw them living alone without Jesus. Albeit there were, or there came other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread after the Lord had given thanks. That's the place where Jesus performed the miracle. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, it wasn't in that place. And it was not in the boat. Neither his disciples. They also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. Verse 25. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, how did you get from there to here? They asked him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? When did you come here? We left you there. We didn't see you again. And we came over here. And on getting here, you're already here. When did you get here? Jesus answered and said to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. The God that collapses time. The miracle in this text was not just the feeding of the 5,000 with the bread and fish, but also the miracle of speeding up the journey, collapsing time to get to their destination before time. If they were supposed to get there at 2 p.m., they probably got there at 6 a.m. It was dark. The Bible says when Jesus joined them, so they got to their destination immediately. Jesus got in the boat. Maybe some 12 hours before the time of arrival. So it was still within time, but it collapsed time. It's the God that collapses time within time. So if they were supposed to arrive at 2 p.m., they arrived at 3 a.m., it's still time. When you check the watch, it's 3 a.m., it's still within time, but it collapsed the time. It's a miracle for God to get things done in your life before time. Before the expected and calculated time. Because it's the one who's got times. In his hands. Are you with me this morning? I want to share with you very quickly five observations that I have made from the word of God. As a student of the word of God concerning God and time. I've made five observations. These observations are not my own personal opinions. Neither are they from my personal experiences. But they are observations derived from spending and investing time. In learning the word of God. One of the things that we must do as God's children is to learn and to increase learning. In Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says when you instruct a wise man, he will increase in learning. A wise man will hear 
and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. A wise man will hear and increase learning. Don't just hear, increase learning. As a child of God, you can't afford to be spiritually ignorant. That's why you must befriend your Bible. You must befriend the word of God. Spend quality time to learn something. To learn something. In Proverbs 19 verse 2, the Bible tells us, For the soul to be without knowledge, without learning, is not good. Your soul may be with music. Your soul may be full of dreams, aspirations, desires. But do you have knowledge in your soul? It is important that we learn. It is key that we learn so that we can know what belongs to us. So that we can know what God has prepared for us. So we know how to adjust, align ourselves in line with the word of God and be all that he wants us to be. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 Paul wrote to Timothy, his protege in the ministry, a young minister. He said to him, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing, rightly explaining the word of truth. You study to show yourself approved. There are things prayer does. There are things that can only be done by studying. You don't pray to show yourself approved. You don't pray to gain divine approval. Paul said the way to gain divine approval is by studying. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Divine approval comes by studying. That's why you look through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. There is no such thing as the gift of knowledge. It doesn't exist. There is no spiritual gift of knowledge. There is the spiritual gift of the word of knowledge not the gift of knowledge. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is also, according to Isaiah chapter 12, there is the spirit of knowledge. The spirit of knowledge shall come upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, and all of that, seven of them, and they shall make him of quick understanding. Spirit of knowledge, word of knowledge, there is no gift of knowledge. There is only the discipline of study. Are you with me? Oh, I, I just passed all my nursing exams. I didn't even read. I didn't study. I, just, I was just eating and drinking, sleeping and waking up, and I just, I just passed. Now today I'm a registered nurse. Hallelujah. I'm a medical doctor because, you know, I just slept and woke up and said, Lord, make me a medical doctor. And boom, the Lord made me a medical doctor. I woke up and I saw myself wearing a lab coat and I was wearing and, and stethoscope around my neck. What about your first MB? What's first MB? God gave all of that to me. He just gave me... Psh. Today, I know how to inject people. I know how to treat patients. Now, that's a killer. You need to put that person in jail. There is no such thing as the gift of knowledge. Listen to me, young people. There is no, you can't skip the process. There is no such thing as the gift of knowledge. There is only the discipline of study. Somebody said discipline of study. Study requires discipline. Because one of your major enemies when you want to study is distraction. Even in church, I'm preaching and sweating. Some people have the audacity to bring out their phone and be fooling with their phone in the presence of God. You don't do that at the embassy. One of the things we must learn to do is to learn, learn, and increase in learning. Learn, 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 and increase learning. Paul prayed for the Ephesian church and by extension for all of us. Ephesians 1 from verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Knowledge. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. There is something about knowledge, 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 knowledge. 
of the word of God, of the ways of God, of the things of God, and of God himself. Daniel 11.32 says, but the people that do know their God, not those who know about, those who know their God. Do you know your God? They shall be strong and do exploits. Are you still with me this morning? I want to share with you some of the things that I have come to learn. That's why I'm challenging you to learn. A wise man will hear and increase learning. We need to learn. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, he said, my people are destroyed because of the power of the devil. No, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The devil is not as powerful as they, they claim that he is. He's a defeated foe and he remains defeated forever. The devil can't kill you unless you give him the license. Maybe we don't know. Ignorance is what kills Christians, not the devil. Ignorance. So they give him the weapons to, with which he will fire them. And they go. And after they die, the church, backsliding, sleepy church, say it has pleased the Lord to take away our brother. Now lie. It has not pleased the Lord to take away many people that the church claimed that God took away. These things don't come by fooling around on social media. They come when you sit down in the secret place until instructions come. Until wisdom comes from on high. You sit down and meditate. Joshua 1.8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but on it you shall meditate day and night to observe diligently to do all that is written there so that you may make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. You have to meditate. Meletao. Swag. You have to meditate day and night. Many things we will get. Many things will come clear. When we spend and invest quality time learning. What are the things that I have learned about God and time? Number one, I introduced this last week. I want to take it off from there. I learned and I discovered and I found out from the word of God that it was God that created time. Time didn't create God. God is the source of all good things. And I found out in my understanding that Time is a blessing. Time is not a curse. Time is not an enemy. Time is good. If only we know how to use it right. James 1.17 tells us every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of light. With whom there is neither variableness nor shadow of turning. Time is a good thing and it comes down from the Father. Are you with me this morning? Psalm 36 and verse 9 tells us, For with you is the fountain, the source of life. And in your light shall we see light. Time is from the source. God is the source. Everything finds its source in God. God does not have a source anywhere. He is the source himself. Are you with me this morning? Are you with me this morning? Why is time a blessing? Time is a blessing because it gives us a sense of responsibility. It gives us a sense of purpose. It gives us a sense of urgency. It gives us a sense of direction. That's why people say time is going. Oh, time is going. Do what you have to do now. What are you doing with your life? You have failed to go to school to get a degree. You have failed to learn uh, 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 some skill as an artisan. What are you doing with your life? What are they asking you? What are you doing with your time? Because time is life. Last year you were 25. This year you are going to be 24. Glory be to God. I said, glory be to God. No, it doesn't happen that way. No matter how spiritual you are. Tick, 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 tick. Time is taken away. What are you?
you doing with your time? Time gives us a sense of urgency. Hey, I have to do it now. Whatever I got to do, got to do it now. Obtain the form now. Apply now. Apply for that job now. Put together your CV now. Procrastination, they say, is the thief of time. I was the chief procrastinator. And I suffered for it for many years. I will do that thing, but not today. I will go there, but not now. At the right time. You know, I'm just, I'm just looking for when the, when the clouds are bright. There is no perfect timing for anything. Do it now. In fact, that's... Anyway, I'll get there. <laughs> Let me go ahead of myself. Time is a blessing. Time is a blessing. At the age of 16, 17, you should be applying to go to university. If you miss that time and they tell you at the age of 36 to go for, for DLC, you won't like it. I know it. I've been there. You won't like it. You are in class with your children. I said, Daddy, do you understand what that lecturer said? He said, He's not sweet anymore. Imagine when you two were 16 and you were with your contemporaries. So, boy, what did they worry you now? But now, at 36, a 16 year old tells you, What did they worry you? He said, I'm the mate of your father. Why? Because you lost that time. Can I tell you something about time? Time is precious and yet evasive. Evasive and elusive. It can slip through our fingers if we allow it. In nature, it is very slippery and slimy. You have to hold it, seize the moment, and do what you have to do. Are you with me now? When you lose money in a business, you can recoup your money. Do another business, and the one you lost in that business will come through this other business. Are you with me? When you lose a job, you can get another one. Apply. If you lose the relationship, there's another human being somewhere. Are you with me? Come on, no. I don't like your response. I'm pitching better than you are responding. Are you with me? But when you lose time, tell me who can give time to you. No man but God. That's why God said in Joel 2.25, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the cap, the cap, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the canker worm. I will restore. Only God can restore time. Oh, no, pastor. We can restore time. Okay, can you bring back yesterday? Yesterday was the 10th of September. 2022. Saturday. Are we going to ever have 10th of September 2022 again in this life? Never. It's gone. Maybe you didn't know. I'm telling you this morning. That's a revelation. It is gone forever. No matter what you do, no matter how spiritual you are, no matter how close you are to God, you can't bring us back to yesterday. Yesterday, by this time, we knew what we were doing. Some of us were eating lunch or eating breakfast or cleaning the house or washing the car or going to a business meeting or going for an oh, and event. You can't take us back. You can't revive. You, it's not within your power, man. You can't. That's why you must be wise what to do with your time. Tick, 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 tick. It's ticking away. Tick, 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 tick. It's ticking away. Only God can restore time. Many, many times, opportunities are in the womb of time. Opportunities come with time. That's why you must be smart enough to recognize one when you see it. Many people wait until they waste. They are waiting for the opportunity to come because they want opportunity to say, hey, I am an opportunity. My name is opportunity. My son name is opportunity. My middle name is opportunity. Grab me now. Never. Opportunity can present itself like a problem, like a challenge. Yet, there's an opportunity in it. And it is in the womb of time. So when you lose time, you don't know what you have lost. Some of us have had the opportunity of becoming multimillionaires. We lost it. Like a joke. And today you are broke. Why? God didn't bless you. He did. 
He packaged the opportunity in the womb of time. And maybe it came to you like a problem, like a challenge. You didn't see it. Someone else saw it. That's the difference between a broke Christian and a prosperous one. One sees a problem, the other sees an opportunity. This is an opportunity for God to do a miracle. <laughs> Glory be to God. It's the difference between a sickly one and a healthy one. Why someone say, ah, I don't like this pain in my body. Oh God, what are you doing? Someone say, oh, thank you, Father, because this pain in my body is another opportunity for you to prove yourself and show yourself strong and to do a miracle. Are you with me this morning? God said, and I will restore to you the years. Only God can restore the years. If you have lost time this morning, don't lose hope. Key into what I'm preaching this morning. Key into the power of God this morning because God will restore to you all the years that you have lost in the name of Jesus. Number two, I said to the house last week, sorry, to the people in the second service. No, to the people at the dawn service. So now I'm just preaching it to the second service audience. Number two, I discovered that certain things God does have specific time allotted to them. Specific time. For instance, no matter how spiritual you are as a woman, the time of your pregnancy to the time of, your, of delivering your baby is equal to nine months. Because God allotted that specific time. Why nine months? We don't know. God is God. He knows why. And he gets why. You don't want to give birth to a lazy baby or baby lazy. Because when the child is developing the womb, and from the zygote to the fetus to all the medical people, they know the jargons they call them. Different stages. There is a point where the head is very big and the body is slim. And it's as if we all had a tail in our mother's womb. If they gave back to us that time, they would say, We can't name this one. Because we were not yet mature. It was not yet the time set by God. God allotted nine months. That's why when you were born, you were born beautiful. Can I have an amen to that? Because it makes all things beautiful in this time. When you see some babies, you feel like having a baby again. But you say to yourself, receive common sense in Jesus' name. Time allotted to specific situations. In Genesis 17 from verse 15 to 23, God came to Abraham and God said to Abraham, as for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai anymore. I don't want Sarai. But Sarah shall her name be because she's a princess. All our ladies say I'm a princess. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't malhandle a princess. No, you don't. The princess is the daughter of a king. Carry yourself as a princess. That's why you should not be sleeping in your boyfriend's house. You're a goat if you, if you do that. A princess carries herself with dignity. Even unbelievers, they sing it as a song. Unbelievers that don't know God. We, that, we, our father is that king. We walk about so lily-livered. We are afraid. We are timid. We are timorous. We are too intimidated easily by little things, by small people. No! No! You are a princess. You carry yourself with dignity. Abraham, stop calling us right. Next verse. And God said, move on now, please. And I will bless her. Bless means to empower to succeed. I will empower her to succeed. She was old. But when the blessing comes, it renews your youth. You wonder why I look 20, at least 20 years younger than my age. It is because of the blessing of God. And it keeps renewing my youth. By the time I'm 90, I'll still be standing. By the time I'm 100, I'm still, I'm, I'm still going to be preaching the word of faith. The word of God. 
That is my belief. That's my desire. That's what I request from God. You can request your own. Some people at 65, they want to go. At 70, they want to be used. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I will still be handsome. Glory be to God. I will still be wearing my designer perfumes at 100. Glory be to God. My children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Grandpa, great-grandpa, great-great-grandpa. You smell and I say, yeah, man, I smell really good. And they are going to see my Bible collection because I'm having a collection of Bibles. Oh, my God. Let's move very quickly. Next verse. <laughs> I will bless her and give her a son. Sorry, forgive me. I will bless her and give her a son also. I'll give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Yes. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, in his heart shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old and shall Sarah that is ninety years old be <laughs> All right, move on quickly. And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael may live and not die before you. Move on quickly. And God said, Sarah, thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed. God said, Sarah. Abraham said, Ishmael. God said, Sarah again. Abraham, listen to me when I say something. No matter how many times you counter it, I'll keep saying what I've said. God does not change his word. He doesn't change his mind. That's why when people come to me and say, Pastor, I believe God is leading me to do this. And they come and change that thing. I say, has God changed his mind? Track mind. Go to UI. He's come as ah, I have a better understanding. You are too close. I was born in Ibadan. I was bred in Ibadan. Primary school, nursery school, secondary school, Ibadan, Ibadan, Ibadan. I want Unilag. And you pray for three months, you come back. God, where do I go to school? Go to UI. I didn't hear well. Let me go and write A levels. And you sit for A level two years. You come back after A levels. God, where do I go? Go to UI. It might take you 35 years to go to your is your problem. You see, this is why people say, I pray to God 25 years. 25 years. You go before that came. It's a lie. You did not listen for 25 years. For 25 years, God waited on you. Abraham began to adjust when he was almost 100. It wasn't that because God, God now, God delayed it for 35 years. Many, many schools of theology, school of thoughts. He began to adjust. You will see the unbelief in the statement he made when God said, Sarah shall bear a son. Abraham said, <laughs> Me that I'm old, I'm almost 100. Can a child be born to me? Oh. <laughs> Is that you not call her Sarah again? Sarah. Sarah the princess. She's dry. Like wood. How will she have a son now? At uh, 90. Ah, let Ishmael live, oh. God said, Abraham, Sarah shall indeed have a son. That was when he began to adjust. Ah, looks like God means business. Okay, I'm sorry, sir. You better be. You will see that God meant business. Because when God was done talking to him, he left. And God said, Sarah, Listen, Abraham, I hope you are not deaf. Listen, Sarah shall bear thee a son indeed, indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. God gave the name before the boy was born. Isaac means laughter. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Go on. And as for Ishmael, I've had you also. Behold, I've blessed him. I will make him fruitful. 
I will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. Yes, next verse. But, listen, my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah, God went back to Sarah. God kept repeating that name for emphasis, repetition for emphasis. Which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. Somebody says a time. God allots specific time to certain events. Move on. In the next year. And he left off talking with him. And God went up from Abraham. Before Abraham had another chance to say nonsense, God left. Amen? So God means business. When he comes to you and says, you are healed. Stop saying, but I still feel the symptoms. He says, you are healed. You should say, I receive it, Lord. I believe what you said. I receive it, and I'm healed. Body, line up with the word of God. I'm healed. God said, I'm healed. I'm healed. God said, I'm healed. Doctor said, I'm not healed. God said, I'm healed. Doctor said, I'm healed. I would rather believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah 53, verse 1. He said, who shall believe our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? If you believe the report, the report of the Lord, the arm of the Lord will be revealed to you. The arm of the Lord, the might, the power of God will be revealed to you if you believe the report of the Lord. If you believe the report of people, then you'll have the results of people. Hallelujah. God said at the set time. Go again with me to Genesis. Let's move on. Genesis 18. Genesis 18 and verse 1. Genesis 18 verse 1. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tender in the heat of the day. Go now to verse 9. Quickly. Verse 9. God appeared to Abraham again. He appeared before. He appeared again. One chapter after. Verse 9. And they said to him, Where is Sarah thy wife? Three men appeared to Abraham. And they asked him, Where is Sarah your wife? And he said, Behold in the tent. Yes. Verse 10. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. Somebody say time of life. You remember in the earlier chapter, he said set time. Now is that time of life. Because there are certain things that God does that he allots time to. Time is God's creature. God created time for our blessing. According to the time of life. And lo, yes, Sarah, thy wife shall be, shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tenth door, which was behind them. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old and well aged. Did God know that? I'm preaching better than you're responding. Did God know they were old and well stricken in age? Why would God now say that he will give them a son even though they were old? God looks beyond your weaknesses and, 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 and limitations. When he says I am coming, it means I'm coming. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. In the eyes of men, it's too late. <laughs> but God is never late. Is the one that created time. You can never tell him he came behind time. Mm -mm, never. He created time. If he likes, he can elongate it. If he likes, he can collapse it. If he likes, he can make it to run normally. He's the one that dictates. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, it ceased to be with Sarah after the man of women. Which means Sarah had reached menopause. But men menopause is not God opos. We are men pause. God begins. Can I have an Amen. Next verse, please. Glory be to God. Just when you are about to praise the technical ministry, I say, oh, you are doing well. 
their system hangs. The Lord said to Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? Saying, Shall I of a surety be a child which I'm old? Because Sarah laughed. And God said, Why? Why did Sarah laugh? And Sarah was afraid. Go to the next verse, please. Verse 14. Is there anything to add for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee. Somebody say, Time appointed. Set time, time of life, time appointed. Time, time, time. Set time, time of life, time appointed. I will return unto thee according to the time of life. Repeated again. And Sarah shall have a son. Let's move on from there. Did God actually fulfill this promise? Genesis 21 and verse 1. Genesis 21 and verse 1. Did God fulfill this timing that he promised? And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord said unto Sarah, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time. Somebody say set time. Of which God had spoken to him. Next verse. And Abraham called the name of the son that was born unto him whom Sarah bare to him Isaac. Meaning laughter. Yes. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old as God had commanded him. Abraham was an obedient man. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Hundred year old papa. Next verse. And Sarah said, look at the testimony of Sarah. And this will be the testimony of many people here. Anyone who has lost time, anyone who has lost any opportunity, this will be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Sarah said, God has made me to laugh. Listen, people had laughed at me before. But now it's my turn to laugh because God has made me to laugh. God will make you laugh. So that all that hear my testimony will laugh with me, including my enemies. She said, oh, some people have been mocking you secretly. God is good. God is good. God is good. Look at her shoes. God is good. And God is really good to her. God is good. God is good. The father of God is good. They were calling Abraham. Your name was Abraham, exalted father. You say God appeared to you. Say your name is Abraham, the father of nations. No child. <laughs> father of nations. Abraham said, yeah, that's me, that's me, yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Father of nations. Yes, that's me, yes. They were ridiculing him, but he held on to God. Sarah said, all that here will laugh with me. God will do something in your life this week and in this season that all that here will be forced to laugh with you. Including those who have been laughing behind you, laughing at you, they will be forced to join you to say, God has been good to you, and they will laugh with you. Yeah. Ah, there are testimonies that force people to laugh. When you are dedicating that testimony, oh, God is good, though. <laughs> if the laughter might be on their tongue, but they will laugh. Amen? Yeah. I said they will laugh. Amen? Yeah. Not at you anymore, but with you this time. Now, go to the next verse very quickly, and that's where I stop. And she said, and you also will say, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. Who would have said concerning you that you would have a degree? Who would have said 
concerning you that you will get married? Who would have said concerning you that you have a child? Who would have said concerning you that you will travel abroad? Who would have said concerning you that you will do well in life? Who would have said concerning you that you become a minister of God? Who would have said concerning that God will heal the sick through you? That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. When people have written you off, God will write your story. And that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. God does specific, he allots specific time to specific situations. That's why when you look at the development of a child, a child is expected to be able to sit at a certain age, talk at a certain age, walk at a certain age, and at a certain developmental stage. All these things have time allotted to them. When a child is two, and it's supposed to be saying ta, 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 or tati, tati, but it's not saying anything. The parents are bothered. When a child is six, and can't stand up, still crawling like some six months old, the parents will be bothered, because all these developmental stages have time allotted to them by God. There's a time your child says tati. There's a time for ta, ta. Then ta become tati. Before they say ma, ma, mommy. Before they say Thank you. You know, all of those things. But if it does not happen, at the time it is expected to happen, then it becomes a source of worry. At the age of 11, Nandi, Mimi, sharing luck. At 11, when you should be devouring a mountain of Akbu with a valley of Ogbono soup, when you should be breaking the bones of goats, I'm not making jest of people in that condition. I'm only saying that it worries the parents. It bothers them. You can't run around like every other child. My son, we warn him every time when he's going to school. New time, new shoes. My wife will go and buy designer shoes. I said, don't buy designer shoes for this boy again. To so wear to school. He will use it to play ball. No matter how much you threaten to end your is a lie. You are wasting your time. You see him do pa, pa, pa. There's no ball. He's tapping the floor. When there's no ball, he's tapping the floor. I say, ah, ah. Maybe in the life that I was supposed to confess, I was supposed to be a footballer. I, said, I don't understand. In no time, shoe has opened up. We complain because of the money we are spending. But what if, God forbid, if he couldn't play like his mates, would he not be worried? Say, you're a boy. Oh, yeah, play. Boys play. They play dangerous play. Forgive me, that English is not correct. Our own children in Nigeria, they play dangerous play. They play football on the boat. They play football on the field. They play football on the table. They play football under the table. They finish eating, they turn their play to football. Because that is the time of life where they are in. At some point, they won't do that anymore. They will learn to talk in their shed properly. They will learn to begin to shave properly if they have some. They will learn to begin to talk to a lady. How to, how to talk to a woman. Yeah, you know. But right now they don't care. They don't care about that. <laughs> they, they eat together. They play together. They run around together. But a time will come when it's, mm, no, no, no. Time comes when your daughter begins to say, no, I give a side hug. <laughs> Not a full frontal hug anymore. Can I have an amen? 
Amen. Praise God. Because there is time allotted to all these things. Are you with me, church? Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says, there is time for every purpose under the sun. There is a time and a season. There's a time for your daddy to put you on his laps. There's a time when if daddy does that, it's an ashedu. What's ashedu in English? Overdue. Point number three. Are you with me this morning? I've also discovered that in the wisdom of God, he permits certain things to happen at specific seasons. It sounds like number two, but no, they are different. Number two says, God allots time to certain things. This one says, he does things at certain seasons. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1. He said, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. There is a time of the latter rain. There is that season that is called the season of the latter rain. Mango has its season. Orange has its own season. Whoa! Besides the mango that is crying, all because it is orange season. Everywhere it looks orange. Mokola orange. Onireke orange. Bodija orange. Alalubosa. Even in Alalubosa, where they're supposed to be selling Alubosa, orange. Onireke, where they're supposed to be selling sugarcane, orange. Elebu, orange. Eneguro, orange. Akobo, orange. Ashi, orange. Uai, orange. Shasha, don't even go there. And then mango begins to cry. <laughs> Why am I not fruitful now? They now call me barren. I'm not fruitful. Is it your season? Wait for your season. The Bible says in Psalm 1 verse 3, and it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its own season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever it doeth shall prosper. Listen, don't kill yourself because your friends are blooming. They are booming and blossoming. They are doing well. And it looks as if the same traffic light that shows them green has shown you red. And your life is on the spot. Listen, it's a preparation for your season. There are times when it looks as if you have been buried. No, you have not been buried. You have only been sown. And when you sow a seed, a time will come for you to germinate. Genesis 8.22. While this earth remained seed, time, harvest, day and night, winter and cold, summer and winter, day and night, winter and summer, heat and cold shall not cease. Can I have an amen to that? Don't fall into the error of comparison. Destructive comparison. Many people are far away, has killed them. They compare themselves with other people. Forgetting that the clocks of our lives are not one the same way. Somebody built his first house at the age of 30. Must everybody build a house at the age of 30? Who made that person the yardstick? Who made that person the yardstick for us? At the age of 30, oh, you must become a prime minister like Joseph. If you don't become a prime minister at 30, your life is over. Who said so? Did Jacob, his father, become prime minister at 30? Did he ever become a prime minister? Never. But he became the father of a prime minister. Are you with me this morning? God has a package for each of us. God is a branded package. God is the one running our package. Can I have an Amen. 2 Corinthians 10, 12. We are not among them. We are not of them that compare themselves um, with themselves and compare themselves among themselves. For they comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Oh, bon. 
Many young men have killed themselves with terminal diseases because they wanted to build a house. They wanted to build a house before someone else, before the age of 40. Everybody has a dream. I had a dream before 40. I want to build my first house. I'm over 40. I've not built my house. But I thank God I have a life. And God is using my life to build other lives. I'm happy. <laughs> Glory be to God. I, I, don't, I might not have a physical structure yet, but I have a spiritual one. And it's only a matter of time. The physical, the, the spiritual will manifest in the physical. Can I have an amen to that? Don't compare yourself with someone else. Someone else might have built a house. But what about other things that God has done in your life that they have not been able to achieve? What about those other things? What about those other areas of your life where you have been a blessing to others and they don't have the opportunity? Have you not seen a situation where people are more, they are more materially, you know, wealthy or they are wealthier in terms of finances than you, yet they envy you because they see something in your life that they don't have and they wish they had it. It might just be your looks. It might just be your peace of mind. It might just be your, your character, your smile. The way you carry yourself, say, why is she always happy? Why is she always happy? And she doesn't have money. And they, they have all the money, but they are massively depressed. So, you now look at them and say, ah, they just bought Lexus GX, GX 570. Ah! The type that governors drive. Oh my God, where will my own car? Oh, the Lord Keke spoke of a bicycle I don't have. Ipo, where are you? Let me drink. You drink and eh? you land in hell. <laughs> Demons will forgive give you back. They give you back up. They give uppercut. You killed yourself. Idiot. Idiot. How will you kill yourself? They comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. The clocks of our lives are not wound the same. Did you hear what I said? People have said, you better build a house now before your children enter secondary school. And because of that, overwork, 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 overwork. Plus people begin to do GBT. They begin to scam others because they want to build a house. Many young men are scammers now, including Christians. It's difficult to do business with Christians. Bola gay. Bola gay. Tongue talking. Shofreketele Borokotolia is looking for how to dupe you. Pastors! Including pastors. So much so that today when you introduce yourself as a pastor in Nigeria, you become a suspect. Hmm. Check, oh. mm. Check the virginity of your daughter that is always going to his house. Oh. Mm. Because some pastors are rapists. Taking advantage of God's children. Taking advantage of the sheep. And many of you, you are sheep. You are sheeply sheep. Some are sheepishly sheep. They are sheeplyly sheepish. They don't understand that as a child of God, you have the sheep nature and the lion nature. There's a season for the sheep nature to be made manifest. There's a season for the lion nature to be made manifest. I will show you in the scripture, First Peter chapter 2, if you read down, the Bible says he was led astray. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. He opened not his mouth. When he was revived, he revived not back. Begin to read from verse 20 downward. That's Jesus when they were taking him to the slaughter. Taking him to Calvary. The same Jesus. Revelation 5.5. He said, one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, for the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. The same Jesus called the Lamb of God, the sheep, is also the lion of the tribe of Judah. Are you with me? <laughs> so there's a time for, the, for your sheep nature. There's a time for your lion nature. When somebody begins to trespass his boundary in the name of a pastor, priest, prophet, apostle, 
So now you need healing, healing in your body. And you have to be like the way you were when God created you for this problem to go away. You know what I mean? Strip yourself naked. And you are a lady. And you do that. I won't call you what I want to call you. That's to say, excuse me, sir, no. Can you please show me where Jesus did that in the Bible? The G no, listen. Because some of you have been victims of such prophets. And I want you to be very angry. So that the next time you meet another one, before he finishes, you land him, you land him, there's a slap you give somebody the person will turn. For me to strip myself naked. Jesus should have told the woman in Mark chapter 5, the woman with the issue of blood, you touch me, virtue flowed out of me. And the source of the blood dried up. Excuse me, Peter, everybody. Crowd, walk away. Woman, come to the side. Show me where that miracle happened. Do you think if Jesus said that, the woman would not have opened up? She would have. She had suffered for 12 years. Ah! No, but Jesus never did. Jesus never did. He didn't want to watch pornography. So let me examine the place. But Nigerian prophets, they will do that. A quarter of that they've not done. They are raping people. Let's live the we have a testimony. The, the source died up. Ah, we must see the source. I see the Lord. No, you want to see sin. Are you with me, church? Don't drink hypo because you are not in the blooming season yet. Your blooming season is coming. Can I have an amen? amen. I said your blooming season is coming. Can I have an amen? amen? Let me show you a scripture. Psalm 102 verse 13. Psalm 102 13. Thank you, media. You're doing well. Psalm 102 13. He said, thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. Somebody say set time. When will God arise and have mercy upon Zion? Who is Zion? Who are the Zionites? We are, the, we are Zion. Zion represents the church. The house of God. Now the Bible says, Thou shall arise and have mercy. Anu, Anu Tokpo be in your name. I love the name Anu Lokpo. Some people bear that name. Anu Lokpo. I named my daughter among other names Anu Oluwa Yimeka. Anu Oluwa because I named the brother Ojurere Oluwa Rogba Yimeka. So I named the sister Unte Oluwa Amarachi Prosper. So wherever she goes in life, the mercy of God just surrounds her. Wherever the brother goes, the favor of God just surrounds him. Sorry, your parents didn't name you like that. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. Who is Zion? Nami. Somebody said Nami. <laughs> For the time to favor her. Yay! The set time is tomorrow. Okay, they said tomorrow, but the set time to favor you is tomorrow. Yeah. When is the set time? Yeah. After service? No. Next week? No. Next year? No. When is the set time now? Yeah. Now, now. Are you with me, church? Go to verse 16, the same chapter. Verse 16. 
This is a prophetic scripture for somebody here. I don't know who is going through something. I don't know who is listening to me, watching online. When the Lord shall build up Zion. Who is Zion? So the Lord is about to build you up. When the Lord shall build up Zion, what shall happen? Zion will appear in the glory of the Lord. The next time they see you, you emerge in glory. I say your destiny emerges in glory. That amen is too weak. I say you emerge in glory. The next time they see you, all they will see all over you is the glory of God. Because the greater glory days are here. Shout amen. Seasons. He said, when the Lord shall build up Zion. Note that scripture. Quote it. Meditate on it. Confess it. He says when. He didn't say if. If we mean, he might not build you up. But hey, Shanda Bahaya. This is when. This is a matter of time. This is a matter of time. When. I love God. Not if. When. When the Lord shall build me up. I will appear in glory. And he's building me up, me up right now. And I'm appearing in glory. Can I have an amen to that? In Psalm 126 from verse 1 to 6. He said, when the Lord turns again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. And our tongue with singing. He didn't say if the Lord. He said when the Lord. Will the Lord turn again your captivity? That's too weak. How many people came to church today? Thought my mind went off. Went off. When the Lord turns the captivity of the, will He turn your captivity? Yeah. In verse four, they said, "Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. He that goes forth bearing precious shall doubtless come back again with rejoicing, bearing his ships with them." The Lord will build you up. God the Turner. I love God. That was the message I preached many, many months ago, titled "God the Turner." Go and get that message. Get it for free. Before we start selling. It's for free now. Follow us on Audio Mac. You are doing strong head. Don't worry. A time is coming. You will beg to register. To subscribe. So you better key in now. Because when the Lord builds up Zion. He shall appear in his glory. Tell your neighbor. Say be my friend now. You better take my phone number now. Take it now. Take my WhatsApp now. Because some of you. Your numbers will soon change. But the WhatsApp will still be active. So you better take my WhatsApp now. Some are not talking, you see? They are not talking. Because they don't believe what I'm saying. They, they just don't believe that God will turn around their lives. They, they don't believe. They are in church, but they don't believe. Glory be to God. In John chapter 5, verses 1 to 4, there was a man there by the pool of Bethesda. He had been there for 38 years. The Bible says in verse 4, that an angel came at a certain season to trouble the water. God does certain things at certain seasons. But when Jesus showed up, the one that determines the times and seasons. Hey, will you be made whole? God said, I have no man to put me in the water. Because uh, there's a season, an angel comes to trouble with the water. He was talking to the one that sends the angel. Some Nigerians, I guess this man was a Nigerian. Situation has entered them so much that when you ask a simple question, they can't provide an answer. What's your name? Oh. So, what is your name? I was told the man saw 
one of our former presidents, when he was president, he was in office, they gave him a note. Somebody very connected, go and see the president, he will help you. He goes to the president's office. president said, what can I do for you? You have only maybe five minutes to the president. There are other people, big, big, they want to see him. Three months, they book appointment, they have not, six months. Some people don't see the president for four years. For four, they can be members of the same family. Extended though, not immediate, extended. What can I do for you? Ah, sir. <laughs> you are German. Sir, what can I do for you, sir? So I invested money in the farm. So now I was not building the farm. So Caterpillar now came. He now broke the road into. <laughs> sir, if you know my story, what can I do for you? Sir, as I was coming even today, it's like the village people were following me. What can I do for you? This president was a former military man. I don't want to mention his name. You know him. When it was about five minutes, he pressed the bell. His PA came in. He said, give this man a check of 100,000. Let him go. 100,000. I know the person who knows the story well, who told me the story. 100,000. What can 100,000 do for you? It was the... I know, some of you can't be like, ah, Pastor Fred. Read your Bible. Jesus asked the man, Will you be made whole? Jesus didn't even say, what do you want? He said, will you be made whole? You are sick, obviously. You've been here for a long time. Will you be made whole? Simple question. Is, was he not supposed to say, sir, yes, sir. He said, I have no man. Did he ask you, do you have a man? Did he ask you that? The one determining the times and seasons was here. You are telling him about the season. My friend, Mechanu, 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 Gossisa. Pack your this thing and, and go to your ulo. Go to your house. The guy packed this, whatever, got up and walked. That's not cheap. There was another miracle, apart from the healing, restoration, collapsing of time. Nobody can be bedridden for 38 years and get up the same day and walk. He will fall down. As soon as he gets up from the bed, he's going down straight. If anybody is bedridden for five years, they never got up from bed. Already their skin is peeling off. Everything is looking bad. The Macintosh in the hospital, they already, the nurses are complaining. They need to clean up for five years. Some people decompose on the bed. They are not dead, though. They are decaying. Nurses and doctors, you know what I'm talking about? Somebody was there for 38 years. If you, if you move his body, you will not like what you see under. I was afraid, don't upset us. We have not eaten lunch. Jesus did all of that one moment. The man got up. Normally, he would need the services of his physiotherapist. To learn to take baby steps again. Tente, tente. When my younger ones were walking, because I happened to be the first one in my family, my mom used to say, ten, she would tell me to hold them. I would hold them by the hand and be saying, tente, tente. All of them, all of them. The women now, they are married with children, glory be to God. The young man with his big head, I held him like this. Tente, tente. All of them, all of them. If a man has been bedridden for 38 years, he will need tente. Jesus said, get up. Take up your bed and go home. He got up, he took his bed and was on his way home. 
Talk about the God that collapses time. I said, talk about the God that collapses time. I said, talk about the God that collapses time. The Pharisees and the rulers of the law, the, 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 the chief priests, the, the elders of the synagogue met him on the way. They said, why are you carrying your bed? I wanted to say, well, light and light should not be light. <laughs> if I was that guy, I'd have used the bed, I would have hit their head with my bed. Yeah! Yeah! The Mokola boy in me will come alive. Yeah! Ah! He was there for 38 years. You didn't help him. Somebody now helped him. You were not even happy for him. He said, ah! Josufu, you are not working. Hallelujah. No! Why are you not carrying your bed? You know the way people do when God blesses you. So why are you not parking your car here now? Why are you not parking here? You see, because you want us to know that you, are, you now have a new car. Or your daddy has just bought a car. I thank God. I really want to thank you, Jesus. Can I have an amen to that? Yeah. Number four. This is where I stop. So we can be at par with the other service. I've also discovered that God changes times. And seasons. God changes the times and the seasons. He's got them in his hands. He's got the times and the seasons of our lives in his hands. And he changes them. He changes them. Next week, I'll develop this. And I'll give you the last point. My number five discovery. But before we say next week, let's read the book of Daniel. Chapter 2. And we're going to be in verse 1 all the way to 22. Daniel was a man we need to learn from. That guy was serious with his faith in God. To the point of facing death threat, he was a serious man. Daniel 2, from verse 1. Are you being blessed this morning? And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherewith his spirit was troubled and his sleep broke from him. He suddenly had insomnia. Then the king commanded to call the, all the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I have dreamed a dream. And my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Then spake the Chaldeans to the king in Syriac, in their language. O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will show you the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. If you will not make known unto me the dream with the interpretation, a thereof, you shall be cut in pieces. You and your houses shall be made a dunghill. That's a wicked order. You dreamt a dream. Tell us the dream. We will give you the interpretation. Have you not been so? King said, I have forgotten my dream. You remember the dream and give me the interpretation. Say, hey! Walla, where coco shoot today? Walla, where coco? Walla, be like a bono soup. They draw. They draw. They draw. They thought it was a joke. Then they answered him. Now, he told them, verse 6, now put a condition. He wanted to reward them. But if you show the dream, 
and the interpretation thereof, you shall receive of the gift of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Brand new Lexus Jeep. Brand new Benz Jeep. Brand new Rolls Royce. Therefore, show me the dream. I have forgotten it. You show me. Show me you are Chaldeans. You are magicians and sorcerers. You consult with the spirit. Bring back the time that is gone. And the interpretation thereof. They answered again. My Lord, let the king tell his servants the dream. Hey, Joshua, tell us the dream. And we will show the interpretation of it. The king answered and said, I know of certainty that you will gain the time. Somebody say time. Because you see the thing is gone from me. Abi, you are trying to play pranks. Whoa. Tell your neighbor, say whoa. If you will not make known unto me the dream. Ah, say ha. There is but one decree for you. Only one decree. Say only one decree. Therefore, you have prepared line and corrupt words to speak before me till the time be changed. Someone say till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream. If you love yourself, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me the dream. And I shall know that you can show me the interpretation thereof. This is what the Yorubas call Wala Yaso Ijogbon Yaso. This is pour water into it. Water is not enough. This is yam pepper scatter scatter. They were already winning in their pants because they were on the government salary. Hey! This guy said he will kill us and he will kill them. He was the word part. Nebuchadnezzar. Look at the name. Nebuchadnezzar. Look at the the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, Sir, there is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, or ruler, nor ruler, that asked in the past such things as any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. And it's a real thing, sir, that the king requireth. And there is none other that can show it before the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. They came to a point where they admitted that only the gods could do this. The supernatural beings who are not dwelling with flesh. In other words, no man can go into your yesterday and bring your yesterday into your today. It's impossible. The dream is gone. It's only the gods. They're right. You know, young people now go to Ifa. Ifa jiggy jiggy. To make them rich. And they say, ah. One, I was sharing with some pastor. One pastor said, ah, whoa, Pastor Fred, that thing is working for them, oh. It's working. I said, hey, you know, sir, it's working. God saved us from the beggarly elements and we're going back there. Do you know the God we carry on the inside? When you get home, please, look at Psalm 114. 
It came to me afresh a few days ago. I've not recovered. When Jordan saw God, it fled. The sea saw my God. It ran back. They now asked Jordan. They said, what held thee, O Jordan, that thou fledest? Read it in Yoruba Bible. When you see God, you are an ocean, you will run away. You become dry land. God. And some are now going to the beggarly elements. That's for another day. Daniel was speaking. Before they got to Daniel, the wise men said, look, nobody except the gods. But do you realize that we are gods? So the interpretation of the secret is with us. Psalm 82, verses 5 and 6. They know not. Neither will they understand. So they walk on in darkness. They walk on in ignorance. And all the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. Somebody say, I'm a God. Some of you are afraid. It's in your Bible. Say, I'm a small letter G God. The Bible says you are a God. You are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. The Most High God is the El Elyon. That's why it's called the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen? Let's go on quickly. Verse 12. For this cause the king was angry and very furious. Fast and furious. And commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. I wanted Jekuje. They just eat my money, eat my money, eat my fish, eat my chicken, eat my barbecue, 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 suya, suya, suya every night in the king's palace. Not ordinary dream. You can't remember. Sir, why didn't you remember your own dream too? I can't remember. I'm Nebuchadnezzar. I can't remember. I can't remember. None here. Know how people use the boju? <laughs> pastor, you took that. I took that. I'm the pastor. I took that. I took it on here. I took it. Next time I will took it again. Two weeks I will took it. Are you with me this morning? Are you with me this morning? <laughs> but nobody could say, King, you, you too, you forgot. Eh? You say that? He will roast the person alive. <laughs> Glory be to God. He said, and for this cause, the king was very angry and furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Why? Because Daniel and his fellows were already categorized as wise men. By the way they had been conducting themselves, they knew these guys were wise. So they qualified to be killed. Next verse. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Arioch. The captain of the king's guard, that's the chief of army staff, Koas, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Why is the king in a hurry? Then Arioch explained everything, made it known to Daniel. Smart Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that it would give him time. Somebody say time. And that he will show the king the interpretation. Daniel conducted himself with wisdom. Young people, learn 
to conduct your affairs with wisdom. Imagine if Daniel had gone arrogantly to the king. Yes, King Nebuchadnezzar. You took me from exile. I'm of the Jewish stock. Have you heard of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Those are my forefathers. You tried to kill me, you kill yourself. They would have killed him that day. Foolishness would have killed him. Okay, let me teach you something more. Let's read further. So Daniel, verse 17, went to his house and made the thing known to, to his guys, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They were later named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those were his guys. Those were his companions. I pray for you that God will give you wisdom to keep company with the wise people. Yeah. Proverbs 13, 20 says, He that walketh with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Who are you rolling with? He that walketh with the wise may be foolish, but is walking with the wise. Very soon, it's only a matter of time, their wisdom will rub off on him. The way he talks will change. He will be talking like his friends and he will be wise. The companion of fools may be wise on his own, but has surrounded himself with foolish friends. The Bible says he shall be destroyed. May you not be destroyed in Jesus' name. Amen. Your company is important. What did they do? I'll stop here for today. The Bible says in verse 18 that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven. Concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in the night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. Verse 21. And he changeth the times and the seasons. I stop there for today. Stand on your feet, everybody. He changeth the times and the seasons. He changeth the times and the seasons. He changeth the times and the seasons. I've made four points altogether. Number one, God created time. Number two, there are certain things that God does and he has specific time allotted to them. Number three, God does certain things, permits certain things to happen at specific seasons. Those are two different things though. To create time for something like pregnancy, your time is nine months. It's different from to say mango, you have your season. Number four. God does what? Changes the times and the seasons. Number five, next week. After I explain this point, number four will be God Collapses time. You've got time and seasons. 